Welcome to IMTV Radio, bringing you the latest analysis from Socialist Appeal, the British section of the international Marxist tendency. For regular updates, subscribe to our podcast through SoundCloud or iTunes, or visit www.socialist.net. Two weeks ago, a Saudi journalist, Jamal Khashoggi, living in the United States and working as a journalist for the uh, Washington Post, innocently walked into the Saudi consulate in Istanbul in order to collect some divorce papers. The man was planning to get uh, married. Uh, Subsequently, this man disappeared. We know that he went into the uh, the consulate. We have uh, photographic evidence of this, but no evidence whatsoever of his leaving this uh, compound, despite the fact, of course, the CTV cameras uh, were supposed to be working. The the Turkish authorities subsequently published uh, evidence, they have evidence, apparently, amazingly, they have uh, video and audio evidence that this man, once inside the uh, the consulate, where of course he was greeted on the way in politely by the doorman, but once he was inside, was seized, uh, held as a hostage, and then tortured to death, in effect. We don't know the details yet, they've not yet been uh, issued, publicly at least, but apparently it seems that he was literally uh, chopped into pieces by a, a Saudi hit squad, which was flown in the very same day and, and flown out that very same night. Now the Turkish authorities are adamant that they have documentary or audio and video proof of this uh, brutal slaying, which of course uh, has caused an absolute scandal, has caused waves on a global scale. Everyone is talking about this, it's in the news, there's protests, government protests and so on. People who have consistently defended Saudi Arabia even, have been compelled at least to raise some timid, uh, tepid uh, criticisms or raise questions in relation to this killing. Now, why they should protest so much about this killing is not entirely clear to me, because such killings as this, killings, abductions, torturings, murders, even mass murders, of course, are, are, are common events in Saudi Arabia. This regime is the most uh, bloodthirsty terrorist uh, regime in the planet. As a matter of fact, if one were to uh, trace all the numerous invisible threads which bind terrorist and jihadi groups, the same groups that have murdered and slaughtered and killed and raped in Iraq and in Syria, the same groups that were behind the Manchester, terrible Manchester bombing in this country, if you were to trace all the, tra- the, 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 the sources of the money, the funding, the support, the arming of these groups, 99% of these leads would, would take us straight back to one place, and one place alone, which is Saudi Arabia. The Saudi regime is a monstrous regime, a dictatorial, brutal, bloodthirsty regime based on a monstrous uh, reactionary ideology of uh, Wahhabi, this extreme version of, uh, of Islamic uh, fundamentalism, 
This Wahhabi poison is exported systematically by the Saudis to Pakistan, to all countries of the Middle East, and the whole world over. All the terrorist outfits in the world are supported and subsidized and armed by Saudi Arabia. You'd better believe it. Just one little detail which people perhaps uh, don't know. Some people it has been published. So uh, you should be aware of it. But let's just uh, underline the point. When the bombing of the Twin Towers occurred on the, uh, the 9th of September, out of the 19 terrorists on those planes, on those two planes, 15, no less, were citizens of Saudi Arabia. 15 out of 19, that's not bad. The others, I think it was Egyptian, uh, a Libyan, I'm not quite sure. But 15 out of uh, 19. And yet it wasn't Saudi Arabia that was uh, subsequently punished and invaded. It was Iraq. Despite the fact there wasn't a single Iraqi on any of those planes or linked in any sense, shape or form to this terrible attack against the, the, the Twin Towers. So no, no, it was Saudi Arabia. Another little detail that you might not be aware of because it wasn't widely publicized. The day after, or the very day that, that this atrocity took place in the Two Towers, all flights in the United States were banned. All flights, yes, all flights, except for one exception. Saudi citizens were allowed to be flown out of the United States of America without any check or hindrance or questions asked, including relatives of, uh, of bin Laden, who of course was behind this uh, particular uh, attack. If that is not proof of the fact that Saudi Arabia is behind terrorist outrages on a global scale, well, I don't know what more proof you're asking for. And yet, and yet, this pleasant regime, which, which by the way, spe specializes in such civilized practices as beheading or chopping off of limbs for, for uh, stealing, or crucifixion, this wonderful invention of the Romans or Carthaginians, which you might have thought ceased to exist 2,000 years ago. Oh no, my friends, stoning to death and crucifixions and tortures of all, all kinds of refined uh, natures are alive and well in the kingdom of Saudi Arabia. And despite all these things, we're asked to believe, you, you know, you've seen this with your own eyes, there's been a systematic campaign that, no, 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 Arabia, Saudi Arabia is fine, particularly under its new wonderful crown prince, uh, uh, Mohammed bin Salman, who graced our shores, who graced our country by an official visit, a state visit, welcomed by Theresa May, St. Theresa, as, as she's known in the trade, was wel welcomed to, to number 10 Downing Street in March of this year, was given the red carpet treatment, was invited for lunch with the Queen and for dinner with, uh, with Prince Charles, with the whole of the royal family, scraping and bowing in front of this uh, individual, this gentleman, Mohammed uh, bin Salman, who was presented to public opinion as a nice, reforming gentleman that uh, wants to change Saudi Arabia's image. That's, that's a certain fact. He succeeded in, in creating an image. Whether that bears any relation to the substance of Saudi Arabia, that's a, a different matter altogether. But the image is presented as a reformer. Why is the crown prince a reformer? Well, look, for goodness sake, he's uh, allowed uh, ladies to, to drive cars in Saudi Arabia. How many S Saudi women can afford a car, uh, I think, is, a, is another matter. But no, he's allowed women to drive. Oh, yes. 
Wonderful. What is not stated is that those same women that were advocating and campaigning for this reform, for women to be allowed to drive, are now in prison. The guests of the Crown Prince of Saudi Arabia, uh, subjected to all kinds of treatment, which of course we don't, uh, don't know about. The prisons of Saudi Arabia are full of people like this unfortunate, unfortunate Khashoggi who've been abducted, tortured, murdered, or simply disappeared. Yes, it's a, a common everyday occurrence. The difference this time, the reason why at last world public opinion has been uh, so aroused as it had, quite, quite, quite rightly so, by this brutal slaying, is that this man was, was not living in Saudi Arabia, he was living in the United States of America. He had to, to, to flee from Saudi Arabia because he, he'd issued some mild criticisms of the regime, quite a mild critic, critic not a, a revolutionary or a, a left-winger by any manner of means. Some mild criticisms of the crown prince, particularly lately in the pages of the Washington Post that he worked for, the American newspaper that he worked for, he raised the question, the very delicate question, of this criminal, this barbarous war waged by Saudi Arabia with the full complicity and support of Britain and the United States and the so-called civilized countries of the West. This brutal war in, in the Yemen, which is a war of extermination, where millions of people, men, women and children, innocent people, are being deliberately starved to the, Oh yes, it's deliberate. It's a deliberate tactic of the Saudis to bomb food depots, ports, to bomb even the cranes in the ports which, which, which were, were, were bringing food into the country, now, have now created something which even now the, now the UN finally have woken up to the fact where they say, they've said recently, that in the Yemen we're faced with such a catastrophe, uh, thanks to the Saudi monsters, that's what they are, absolute monsters, of the biggest, the most serious famine in a hundred years. The whole population of the Yemen is threatened with, with, with starvation as a result of this deliberate tactic of the Saudis with the active support, I repeat, of the hypocrites in London, Washington and so on. I think the American arms bill, arms sales to Saudi Arabia amounts to about a hundred billion dollars. That's not chicken feed. That explains to you the, the position taken by Donald Trump. Oh yes, Mr. Trump, what's he going to say on the subject? He's cultivated the Saudis, they've cultivated him. He even went there, danced a sword dance and so on and so on. And so on. Marvelous relations with the Saudis. What's he got to say about this? Oh, well, it's very serious. It's a very serious thing, this killing and so on. Everybody knows that it is a killing. But he said, well, uh, I've spoken to the king, not to the crown prince, by the way, who's the real ruler, but the king who probably doesn't know what day of the week it is. And he doesn't know anything about it, which may or may not be true. Well, perhaps it, who, who knows? And says John, Mr. Trump, in his wisdom, says he's got a marvelous explanation. Oh, it's probably the work of rogue killers. Now, my friends, if you've seen photographs of the uh, Saudi consulate on the television, you will see high walls, high levels of security topped with the razor wire and so on. How the hell? A group of, of rogue killers, quote-unquote, could get over that wall inside this uh, compound, conduct an interrogation, a torture, and a killing without the knowledge of anybody inside the embassy. Nobody noticed this uh, business. By the way, they, they conveniently gave the Turkish uh, cleaners and the, the, the staff the day off. I wonder why. In order to avoid any uh, un unfortunate witnesses. 
Rogue killers, the man says. He must think that we're all as stupid as he is, for, go for goodness sake. Now, finally, it was in the papers this morning. The Saudis have had the fire under their ass, and they finally support that they have to jump. First of all, they said, these uh, monsters, liars also, brazen, brazen liars. First of all, they said, oh no, Khashoggi's not in there. He left the, he left the, the consulate. This is a lie. The cameras were conveniently switched off so there's no evidence, but it's clearly a lie. That man never came out of that, that compound uh, alive. Now they say they come up with a new story. Now, oh no, it's um, apparently he was killed in the embassy, that's what, in the consulate rather. He was killed during an interrogation. What is it, what's the expression that they use? Uh, an, an, an unofficial, unsupported or whatever the language they use, uh, uh, interrogation. And, uh, but what is this? What is this? How can you explain? How can this group appear suddenly from nowhere, fly into Istanbul, enter the compound, torture and murder this this unfortunate uh, unfortunate man? And it's all it's without the knowledge of the authorities. Nobody knows who's behind this. Probably they'll find somebody to blame, some individual officer in the security forces or whatever, who they pay a large amount of money to keep his mouth shut and confess to the crime and then go to a comfortable prison for a couple of months and then be forgotten about. This is all uh, an attempt to, yet again to whitewash the image of this monstrous regime in, in Saudi Arabia. Now, it's about time, seriously. By the way, the left, what about the left of the Labour Party? What are you doing about this question of Saudi Arabia? You shout enough about other things, about Israel and God knows what, quite rightly so. It's about time that we campaigned against Saudi Arabia. This is, uh, this is monstrous. And as for the Conservatives, I mean, what terrible hypocrites they are. Do you know... The reason why Saudi Arabia gets away with all these monstrosities that they have got away with for years, the reason why their image has been constantly whitewashed, is because they have sufficient funds to pay vast amounts of money to maintain an army of hired journalists, prostitutes, press, lobbyists of all sorts. One example, in Washington, since the year 2015, the number of Saudi agents busy lobbying American politicians has been increased from 25 to 145. That's not bad. And the same is true all over the world. In Britain, we have uh, at least the sums that have been declared, which is only the, the tip of, the, of a very large and very ugly iceberg. According to the fi Financial Register of Interests, which is officially published by the British Parliament, the Conservative Party has received since the beginning of the war in uh, the Yemen, I've received almost, I think there's a few hundred pounds in it, almost a hundred thousand pounds in subsidies, in disguise subsidies, that is, in uh, wages for consultants, in the traveling fees, you, you name it. Almost a hundred thousand pounds, that's not bad. Philip Hammond, our beloved uh, foreign secretary, supposed Democrat, lover of democracy, actually justified the mass mass murders in Saudi Arabia. Yes, oh yes. He, he justified the max, mass executions for this reason or that. He was given a small present by the Saudis. This is chicken feed, of course. A watch worth 2,000 pounds. That's a small thing. 
But that's just as I repeat, that's the tip of the iceberg. A vast amount of, of money is, is, is paid. To bribe, that's the word, can't use any other word, to bribe and corrupt and influence and purchase the services of Western politicians, starting in, in Westminster, the mother of all parliaments, and of course in New York also. They seem to be, they're very successful with Donald Trump. Even more successful, of course, is the arms sales. In Britain, of course, it's a bit less than the States, but still, 3.3 billion pounds worth of arms sales is not a bad result, is it? For the arms manufacturers, for the government, for the politicians. And so everybody's happy. Yes, everybody's happy, except the unfortunate poor devils in Saudi Arabia who have to suffer this monstrous regime, which spreads its tentacles, its poisonous tentacles, I repeat, all over the world, and exercises an, uh, an absolutely uh, disgusting, negative, reactionary, brutal, inhuman uh, influence wherever it uh, extends that influence. And therefore, I think that it is about time. This question of the Catholic case is merely the tip of, of a very large and a very ugly and brutal iceberg. And the, 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 the world's labor movement, our attention must be focused from now on on the Saudi Arabia as the principal counter-revolutionary force, one of the principal counter-revolutionary forces in the world, and particularly in the Middle East. It's about time that this, this atrocity, this, this monstrosity, was thoroughly exposed by the labor movement in our own terms, not this hypocritical nonsense of the politicians who were responsible for this regime and support it by all the means at their disposal. It's high time that this scandal was exposed, and that serious action was taken by the labor movement to boycott Saudi Arabia and to oppose its actions, its reactionary actions, with all the means and power at our disposal. Thank you for tuning in to IMTV Radio. Subscribe or download the podcast on iTunes or SoundCloud, or visit www.socialist.net for all the latest news, analysis and Marxist ideas.